Hello, this is Mom Boy, and you are watching Metaphysical-ish. We are going to try something a little different this week. If you are hearing little boopy sounds, that would be my cat Cinder. She is a beautiful black kitty cat with green eyeballs, and when I started to record, she decided it was time to sit on my lap, and so I'm giving her some scritches. So free kitty ASMR is happening. Hi there, baby. Cinder is the kitty that started it all. I had lived on my own for several, I don't know, let's see, for at least five years. There was a five-year period where I had no cats. And when I moved into this house, it's my house, our house, you know, I was like, we're getting a cat. So I went to check out the little black kitty cats that were available. Love black kitty cats. And there were two little kitty cats hanging out. And that was Cinder and her brother, Clover. And I couldn't leave one for the other. You know, you, I couldn't just leave one tiny black kitten um, by itself when I could take them and they could be buds. And they are pretty good friends, though. Cinder is definitely... Queen of the castle. For the folks who are on video, I'm going to lift her up. This will probably be her angry face. Hi. Hi. Here, let's interview you. Okay, Cinder. What's the best thing about being a cat? <laughs> yeah? You're drooling on me? Cool. You're a very good girl. Okay, well, I'm going to clutch on to this cat because I love her and because she is very sweet. Uh, anyone who doesn't like cats is like, move on, get out of here. <laughs> Good job. I think she knows where the microphone is. Hi, Cindy. This section is now called Mom Boy Interviews Cats. Right. What do you want to say? I love your little trills. Very sweet. Okay, so the new segment that I'm doing is, let me take a step back. I collect books. I love books. I love to read. I recently got a library card and it has been like returning to a home I forgot I had. I spent so many wonderful hours in high school and college and beyond in libraries. And one opened nearer to me, and that's been really excellent. And having the experience of taking my kiddo and getting their first library card alongside getting my library card in you know the place we currently live has been a really special, and so far that's been a big moment, a big memory that I associate with 2024. Isn't that right? And all that to say, I have bookshelves around my house, and I have been looking for ways to invite the random in a little bit, a little novelty, a little random, give the universe or whatever you want to call it, spirit, source, Lord and Lady, God, Jesus, 
all of the above, none of the above, positive, negative, Voltron, etc. To give it a chance to send a message. And if it if it's something that is resonant with my life, then it will be resonant. And if it isn't, you just keep on keeping on. I don't know where this saying dates back to. It's a proverb, I guess. It's like, before Zen, you chop the wood and you carry the water. After Zen, you chop the wood and you carry the water. Chopping, chopping, chopping. Perhaps if you're advanced, you might learn how to chop the water, carry the <laughs> carry the wood. I guess that works out. Okay, so here's the deal. I used a random number generator. In the future, I'll do it so you can see. Although, obviously, like in it, it, where there's a will to be fraudulent, there there is a way. I have no will to be fraudulent about this. So what I did is I did a random number generator three times. The first one selected the bookshelf in my house. The second one selected the book from the shelf. And then lastly, the selection was for the page within the book. And here is the book that was chosen. I believe it was, I want to say it was shelf two, shelf number two book number 12 and the book that was selected was this a paperback copy of Through the Looking Glass by Lewis Carroll and it is an illustrated version okay so the number generator chose the the page 83 so i opened to page 83 and it's a black and white image of what appears to be the Mad Hatter looking kind of sad. He's sitting on a little stump and then, oh, he's in jail. Oh, he's in jail. Wowzers. So <laughs> uh, image processing for my brain is an interesting uh, process, as you got to see there. I noticed the foreground first, which is the Mad Hatter figure, and then it slowly came into focus that there is a chain on his ankle. The ankle is connected, the ankle chain is connected to a ball, and then comes into focus the background, which has windows with bars on it. So he's in jail for some reason. Now, since the page chosen is this one, which is an illustration, I am now going to read a little passage starting on the next page. And, oh my goodness, double whammy, we have another picture. In this picture, it looks like we have the queen, I presume the queen of hearts, and Alice, and it's unclear what is happening. They both look rather distressed and in motion, and their hair is sort of fluttering about, and <laughs> Alice's hands in particular kind of look like the tiny hands from that um, Kristen Wiig skit on Saturday Night Live. Okay, so 
I'll read a page or two and let's see. Let's see if anything resonates. Alice was just about to say, that can't be right, when the queen started to scream so loud that she could not finish her sentence. Oh, 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 shouted the queen, shaking her hand about as if she wanted to shake it off. My finger's bleeding. Oh, oh, oh. Her screams were so much like the whistle of a steam engine that Alice had to hold both her hands over her ears. What is the matter? Alice said as soon as there was a chance of making herself heard. Have you pricked your finger? I haven't pricked it yet, the queen said, but I soon shall. Oh, oh, oh! When do you expect to do it? Alice asked, feeling like laughing. When I fasten my shawl again, the poor queen groaned, the brooch will come undone and oh, oh! As she said the words, the brooch flew open and the queen clutched wildly at it and tried to clasp it again. Be careful, cried Alice. You're holding it all crooked. And she reached for the brooch, but it was too late. The pin had slipped and the queen had pricked her finger. That is why I am bleeding, you see, she said to Alice with a smile. Now you understand the way things happen here. But why don't you scream now? Alice asked, holding her hands ready to put over her ears again. Why, I've done all the screaming already, said the queen. What would be the good of having it all over again? By this time it was starting to get light. The crow must have flown away, I think, said Alice. I'm so glad it's gone. I thought it was the night coming on. I wish I could manage to be glad, the queen said, only I never can remember the rule. You must be happy being so glad. How old are you? I'm seven and a half, exactly. You needn't say exactly, the queen said. I can believe it without that. Now, I'll give you something to believe. I'm just one hundred and one, five months and a day. I can't believe that, said Alice. Can't you, the queen said. Try again. Draw a long breath and shut your eyes. Alice laughed. There's no use trying, she said. I can't believe impossible things. I dare say you haven't had much practice, said the queen. When I was your age, I always did it for half an hour each day. Why, sometimes I've believed as many as six impossible things before breakfast. Oh, there goes the shawl again. The brooch had come undone, and a sudden gust of wind blew the queen's shawl across a little brook. The queen spread out her arms again and went flying after it. I've got it, she cried. Now you shall see me pin it on again, all by myself. Then I hope your finger is better now, Alice said very politely as she crossed the little brook after the queen. How many impossible things do you believe before breakfast? And if you are faced with an impossible thing, what happens if you draw a deep breath, draw a long breath and shut your eyes? and try to believe? I can see interesting implications on, on all sides of that. That's the message for the day. Thanks, Random Bookshelf. Thanks, Random Book. And thank you, Lewis Carroll.
the queen kind of terrifies me. She's a little scary. Maybe that's part of it. I should probably read this whole book. I don't know if I've read it in one sitting. And to divide the little section, since we've had a very visual reading today, it's this cute little spiral. Oh, sorry. This cute little... It's a set of stars in a spiral. All right. Well, thank you, baby, so much. Let me know if you like this, if you want me to do more random, inviting the random and seeing what come, the random or whatever will bewilder me, as they say, in Tool, a band I love. Stay tuned. I will have another longer episode out in the next several days. I'm working towards getting onto a schedule, tentatively releasing episodes every Friday. And I've got some interesting stories to tell you. I experienced the worst turbulence of my life on an airplane, and I'm just fine. I, I lived, and I think it's really helpful to hear that. And... So much, so much is happening. I spent a week in Seattle and onward and upward. Lately, we have been playing in a very large leaf pile. I dragged the leaves together, not with a rake, with a hoe, mind you, or a hoe-like rake. It's kind of in between. More soon. Take care of yourself. If you are hungry, you better come over. I will give you a big black trash bag. You will fill it up in the pantry. I will make you a pot of tea. I will make you a pot of rice. There's always rice. There's always beans. There's always food and water for those who need it. So don't go hungry. Don't go hungry. It's ridiculous to go hungry. And it's not your fault. But it's ridiculous that it's possible to be hungry in this year, 2024, with all of our resources. Be good to you. Take care of you. And I hope you have a wonderful, lovely, exceptional day. And if you don't, I hope you still love yourself and you try again. Take a long, deep breath. Try it again. I love you so much. Take care, my loves. Goodbye.